So with this podcast thing, my um, eventual goal is to have conversations with friends and have those be the episodes. But for now, just to kind of, I don't know, play with things, get things going, I'm going to start, uh, I'm going to read my blog post for today. See how that goes. This is on the topic of how to make thinking about things fun, um, you know, on you know, dry intellectual discourse versus keeping things exciting. Some of my reasons behind it. Um, so I had a friend uh, in the server, we'd use the word icky as a sort of safe word for when intellectual discussions become draining and overwhelming, not fun. Um, I have a, I have a discord server where I do, you know, I write my blog post there. We try to have, um, you know, it's sort of asynchronous, but active discussions. And I have a lot of different channels there. Some of them about music, um, about projects we're working on, just random thoughts. We have a, a collective dream journal. Um, is why my server has so many other kinds of channels in it. This whole fun thing of mine, it's not, it's, it's, it's about efficiency. It's not a whim. It's not a compulsion. It's quite intentional. And I'm going to try to explain why. I believe that it's thinking about stuff is getting draining, becoming icky. It is not thinking itself that is the problem. It's the content of the thoughts and the time at which we choose to think, th think through them. It's the same phenomenon in my mind as when I'm working on a project of any kind and start to feel frustrated. This happens when I've tried the same step a number of times without results. It's that feeling of banging one's head against a wall. I believe that happens with intellectual discourses as well. The kind we hold in our own heads as well as the kinds we hold with others. When I'm at that point with a project, it's frequently my frustration itself standing in the way. Mess up a step one time, and the second try, I'm more likely to try to speed up out of impatience, drop things, or miss small steps that I would not if I were being more patient. When I take a break, come back refreshed, much fewer problems. I believe that when our brains identify a problem, we run through potential solutions. If we don't see an immediate clear path, I believe we tend to return to that same problem, run through those same potential solutions again and again with less patience, more frustration. That's how I think of that icky feeling. It's what happens when we need to take a break. We can't really take a break from thinking though, I believe. We can reduce the frenetic activity of our internal dialogue, but I'm not sure I believe in the no thought thing. Maybe. But when I'm centering myself, perhaps meditatively, I never try to achieve meditation. I direct my brain to run along the notes of a song or the play of light on the trees around me in the same sort of way a tongue might explore the sight of a recently missing tooth. That's how I take breaks. Or I spend time doing social activities, watching TV long distance with friends, playing games. If I'm feeling especially icky, particularly brain foggy, I'll do those things alone. But I never stop thinking. Not really. Instead, I'll think about the lessons that I might be able to derive from the TV shows, the deeper meaning behind patterns, even there. When I return to thoughts that had threatened to become tiring, draining, it's usually like the project thing. I return refreshed, with clearer eyes for solutions that I had been overlooking purely due to my own impatience, or due to having gotten stuck running through the same tired thought progressions. It's the excitement that keeps me interested in, discuss in discussing things practically forever. This server is only one of my outlets. I am constantly roping random people I meet on and offline into these sorts of discussions. I very rarely get so exhausted I just need to zone out for a while, and it's usually after a long day. And even that kind of fatigue is less likely to happen when I'm being fastidious about maintaining my health. Now, when I say health, I mean a number of things. I think of myself as a system. Lots of component parts all intermingling and influencing the other parts in sometimes obscure manners. When I don't, think, when I don't keep things fun, exciting, I run out of energy to keep discussing things. When I don't stay hydrated, I run out of energy to keep things fun. When I don't eat well and regularly, I run out of energy to keep things fun. 
when I don't sleep well. I forget to do things like the day-to-day stuff I have to do in order to feel good about both having fun and taking care of myself. When I don't remember, when I don't remember to mix things up when I'm losing energy, I'll lose more and more energy and momentum, and sometimes it'll be a while before I realize what's happened and can start figuring out how to get back on track again. This kind of thing, it's a balancing act. One of such complexity that juggling all the pieces alone is enough to keep it life exciting. When I'm there, when I am successfully keeping all those pieces in place and maintaining this kind of high energy all day, I feel powerful. I feel like a conductor of my own life, waving my baton, directing all the individual parts of my own self with precision. It's exhilarating. And when I do it well, when I am balancing on that high wire, I dance. I dance with words. I dance with actions. I dance with life. And I do not stop until I neglect some aspect of what I need to do to maintain it. Then it becomes a process of identifying where I stumbled, finding my balance once again. I do not believe there is such a thing as overthinking, any more than I believe there is such a thing as trying too hard. It's not about effort. It's about how intelligently we're allocating that effort, and how aware each of us is of the workings of ourselves as systems.